Hello, friends. Welcome back to the short version of the Equippers International podcast. We're going to jump right back into Hebrews chapter 1. I'm going to read the first two verses again. The writer of Hebrews says, God, after he spoke long ago to the fathers and the prophets in many portions and in many ways, in these last days has spoken to us in his Son, whom he appointed heir of all things, through whom he also made the world. Obviously, the focus on these first two verses for the writer of Hebrews is God speaking. You notice that in verse 1, he references that God spoke long ago to the fathers through the prophets. And in verse 2, in these last days, he has spoken to us in his son. A little bit of nuance here that you wouldn't notice otherwise unless you dive a little bit deeper into the original language. He uses the same word for speak in both verses. But in the first verse... He uses the word spoke in a way, if I can paraphrase, it would say that God, after he was busy speaking long ago to the fathers and the prophets, the the stress here is that God was speaking a lot in the past to the children of Israel, to the fathers, through the prophets. And as we know, if we look at the Old Testament, there's a lot of information there. There's a lot of Old Testament prophets. There's a lot of message that God was busy communicating to the children of Israel. Remember, as we step through this book, we're going to always hold it first in the historical context that it is a book written to the Jews. And so it's very important that as we interpret Scripture and as we look at the meaning of the Scripture, for us today that we first look at the historical context before we do any real application. So we're going to be careful that we step through this book and make comment that we first see it in the context of what the writer was trying to communicate. Clearly, he was communicating to the Jews in the first century. We'll talk a little bit more about the historical context probably in the next couple of sessions because I want to put that down just so we can have that as a framework to operate within the whole context of the book. But the writer of Hebrews is saying that God spoke a lot in the past to the Israelites, but in these last days, he has spoken. Now, this word, the same word, but written in a different kind of form in the original language simply means that God spoke definitively and finally to us through his son, Jesus So when God wanted to speak definitively, he spoke in and through his son. You know, this brings to me the beautiful imagery of Jesus being the word. If you go to John 1.1, John says, In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. And then later in that chapter in verse 14, it says that the word became flesh and dwelt among us. This Greek word for word literally is the logos. It carries so much meaning. It's about how God wants to communicate. It's not just a spoken word. It's everything that God wants to communicate. He communicates through the logos. And Jesus, as the express communication of God, shows up and he communicates definitively and finally God's intention, God's purpose, God's thoughts, God's way that he wants to express himself to mankind, not just to the Jews, but also to all the world. And so God wants to communicate. And when he chooses to communicate, he communicates in a final and definitive way. And that is through his son so that Jesus becomes the incarnation of 
of the communication of God. He expresses God's heart. He expresses God's intention. So it's very important for us to understand that while God spoke in many ways in the past, when Jesus shows up, he communicates the Father's heart. He communicates exactly what God wants to communicate. And as we step through this book, we're going to begin to understand what it is that was on God's heart to communicate. This book of Hebrews is going to express in such a beautiful, beautiful way what God's intention was. But before he does that, before he gets into what I would say the meat of that message, of that communication that God had for the world, he is going to set out in a very almost systematic way why Jesus Christ is the most supreme communication of God and what he brings to the table, so to speak, for us to be able to recognize his credibility as the one who can communicate the Father's heart. So the thought today is that God has definitively communicated through His Son. So let's listen and let's hear what God has to say to us through Jesus Christ because that message is going to be the message that reflects the Father's heart. God bless you. Be strong and courageous and love Jesus more.